Hi there, Steve Coffin here in Palm Springs. Um, I decided to try filming outside because I had some negative comments about the redness of my eyes using the uh, lights inside. Um, I'm going to talk about spaced repetition systems, which are very popular amongst language learners. I'm going to give you my perspective on them and why I don't use them a lot. Um, down here in Palm Springs, I've been here for about 12 days, enjoying it. It's very warm, it's sunny. Uh, we're having renovations done on our house in Vancouver, which is a good reason to be down here. Also, we were able to get our second uh, vaccine dose, the Pfizer, and we appreciate that. And uh, minor excitement, like a bat flew in the house uh, a couple of nights ago, and uh, following, we were able to close it into one room, and the next morning phoned the wildlife. Uh, who came within 40 minutes and took it away. Very impressed with the level of service. Um, now, spaced repetition. Now, remember that to me, and I think this is sort of beyond dispute, the most important elements in language learning are your attitude. In other words, are you enjoying it? And second of all, are you putting in the time? Those are the overwhelming issues. So. Obviously, if you enjoy doing spaced repetition systems, then you should do them. Um, even if they are a less efficient way of spending your time than something else. If it increases the amount of time you spend with the language, then they are good things to do. Spaced repetition systems, uh, represented by well-known names, especially for language learning, like Anki, A-N-K-I, and Memrise, and others, are widely used by language learners. The idea is that there is an ideal sort of spacing uh, between when you first encounter a new bit of information to learn, like a word, and when you should next meet that, and then next, and then next, and next again. And so typically in spaced repetition systems, there are flashcards, and you schedule these new words or phrases to appear at a certain interval, which the app will, you know, schedule for you in a way that optimizes your ability to retain these bits of information. Uh, so there's nothing wrong with doing that. So why am I not a fan? And I should point out too that at Link we also use spaced repetition systems and we have flashcards. But to me, the use of flashcards, spaced repetition systems, etc., is the advantage of it is that it's a randomized way to expose you to the language, a different way than, let's say, reading or listening. So it's another way to get at the same bits of information. Uh, I am not persuaded that the sort of optimized algorithm achieves a great deal. Um, because, you know, it, it's not like you're learning objective facts of history, which there might be 5,000 that you need, need to learn, or 1,000 or some such number. When we're dealing with words, we're dealing with a situation where the frequency with which these words appear in text declines very, very rapidly, so that the most frequent 500 words, you're going to see them so often that you almost needn't worry about learning them. But that's when the spaced repetition system is going to be the most effective. 
And I certainly used spaced repetition for learning Chinese characters, because I decided that the first thousand characters, which would be very important for me to build up my vocabulary beyond that, that I would use this sort of concentrated way of getting at them. And each one with all of the different strokes and stuff like that, I felt it would be a useful thing to do. Also, when I was learning Chinese, I had six, seven, eight, ten hours a day. However much time I wanted to spend, it was my full-time job. So I would still have three hours of one-on-one uh, lessons with my two teacher. I would still be reading a lot. I would be listening a lot. And I would put in an hour or so a day with these thousand highest frequency characters using sort of a self-designed spaced repetition system. However, since that time, I have never used spaced repetition systems. Whenever I find myself going through a long list, and, and remember that in the languages that I have learned at Link, the number of sort of words that I have saved, links that I have created, numbers in the tens of thousands, okay? Uh, in a way, the way I create flashcards at Link Every time I save a worded link, I've created a flashcard. Flashcard. Every time I save a phrase, I've created a flashcard. And I do review these when I turn the page. When I have just read a page and there's a bunch of words there that either I just saved or I've saved previously and they've shown up again. And to kind of refresh them a little bit, to hit me again with them, I'll review them as I turn the page. But I will not sit down for a list of you know, 5,000, 10,000 words that I have saved, in other words, flashcards that I have remembered, or in Anki terms, a deck that I have created simply by reading and listening on link and saving words and phrases. I've got a deck. I've got lots of them. Um, I can even, uh, on link, if I tag them, you know, I can tag them for verbs. I can tag them for, tag them for other parts of speech. I can... Uh, I can look at only the ones that uh, I, I just met or the ones that I almost know. And, and I've experimented with all of these different ways of, of going through these words in some kind of a concentrated learning session. And I always find that I lose interest. So I do it sporadically. But obviously, if you're doing it sporadically, you're defeating the purpose of the spaced repetition system. Because the spaced repetition system assumes that there's a certain regularity. Okay. Now, because of the way in which frequency declines so quickly, the first 500, the first 1,000, fine. You can see them again in your spaced repetition review. You'll probably also come across them in some form of spaced repetition just through the natural process of listening and reading. But after that, the frequency declines so quickly that so many of the words that you need to learn, they're only going to show up I don't know, twice in a book, some of them, and yet you still need to know them. So even if you learn them through some kind of spaced repetition, you're likely to forget them again. And to try to maintain all 20,000 of them in some kind of a deck that you're constantly reviewing would start to monopolize all your study time. So I just, but I repeat what I said at the beginning, people who enjoy doing that should do it. I don't ever, when I'm doing flashcards, and I do them from time to time, as I say, when I'm turning the page, I never treat them as a sort of a, a test of my memory. I try to remember. I just treat them as exposure. In fact, I'll put 
everything on the face of the, of the flashcard. I just flip through them as quickly as I can. One thing that's good about our flashcards or activities at Link is that we have a variety of different activities that come at you in a randomized way. So again, by randomizing the nature of the activity, in other words, it's either a flashcard or a reverse flashcard or dictation or closed test or multiple choice, so that makes it a little more interesting. But I always come away, if I ever do sit down for 30 minutes and just to go through a deck of saved words and phrases, I really wonder if I achieved anything. And of course, if I don't do it regularly, I won't have achieved anything. But the idea of spending half an hour a day when I only have an hour to spend on language learning, to spend that time on flashcards is not something that I'm prepared to do. The biggest part of my learning time is simply listening. There is another issue with flashcards, and I'm not a neuroscientist, but Manfred Spitzer, whom I often quote, he is a, a neuroscientist, and he says that the brain has trouble learning details. We forget details. They're in our hippocampus. We lose them. We forget them. What the brain is best at doing is creating patterns, recognizing patterns, creating links, and that way becoming familiar with everything that we encounter in life. That's what the brain does. It, it, it enables us to deal with situations by creating patterns so that we start to recognize what's about to happen. And that's how we become familiar with a language. And my impression is that if I can listen and read to content of interest without worrying too much about what I forget and what I remember, gradually over time my brain is going to become familiar with the language and that that is a more effective and in my case more enjoyable way of learning than trying to go through these stacks of flashcards. Um, so, uh, and, uh, you know, a big problem, I think, in, in, in Anki for many people is even creating these decks. Uh, at least uh, at Link, uh, this job is done for you because when you're reading uh, and saving words, you're adding uh, items, words or phrases, to the deck that you're going to review. But I still think that once you're, um, you know, the number of words that you have saved, the links that you have created, starts to get over 10,000, I don't know how you can continue doing justice to the, the principles of these, uh, you know, the algorithms of spaced repetition uh, and at the same time find time to do the listening and reading and speaking that you also need to do. And um, so there you have it. Uh, I use, uh, you know, uh, at link, I arbitrarily decide that a certain word is no longer status one, it's now status two, I know it a little better. Status three, I know it even better. And status four, I know it. Then I move it back again, because words that I thought I really knew, all of a sudden I don't know them. It always bounces back and forth. Uh, that's how I study. But I want to stress again that, that the two key elements to success in language learning are, one, keeping a positive attitude and enjoying what you're doing, and second of all, you know, finding the time to do it. And so if you are a devotee of space repetition, you enjoy doing it, that's what you find the time to do, by all means, keep doing it. I'm not suggesting people should stop. I'm just explaining why I'm not a big fan or a big user. There you have it, and uh, here are a couple of videos that you might find relevant to this whole issue of remembering and words and how we learn languages. Bye for now.